Hello and welcome everyone once again. We're back, finally, to talk some sports with you in our weekly podcast for the Walnut Sports Network. Don't forget to check us out at the website, walnutsportsnetwork.com, and at WSN Weekly on Twitter. Paulie, Ben, how are you guys doing tonight? Hey, uh, Hamilton's over, so I'm doing great. <laughs> got some good sleep last night, and so. <laughs> ben, well, you know, you? Like, the, like they say, you know, 24 minutes in, and we should be getting going. So we're <laughs> on schedule here, so. Let's get this show on the road, everybody, let's, right? Let's yeah, yeah, let's do it. We got all the sports. So we got we're covering everything tonight. So where 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 are we starting, Polly? Uh as we're gonna start, as we say, uh with uh the king because uh the NFL never sleeps. So uh we got a few notes before we get into the uh actual sports. Uh Start with uh, Green Bay just announced last night that it is getting the 2025 NFL draft at Lambeau Field and the surrounding district. district. Something for us to do around here. Yep. Uh, April so that, football. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I know we had uh, I talked uh, internally about if it ever happens going up there for at least one of the days. And so that we might have to make that a reality. Now we might as well. We oh yeah. Time. Let's just do it. Oh yeah. Yep. By, a, by make... then our sponsors will get us up there. So oh yeah. We'll, we'll make That's it a, two years. We'll make it a journalistic <laughs> pursuit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We'll make a dream board of it and that'll get us there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so just wanted to uh, mention that, uh, like we said, a couple years away, but, uh, finally happening and i uh, don't know if it's going to be, be a precursor to ever getting the super bowl but i don't know if the nfl is ever going to go that far mm. there's a stepping but stone at least it's a stepping stone exactly mm-hmm. yeah um roger goodell uh say what you want about his leadership but uh the owners agreed to give him uh a two-year extension, so he's going to get, I don't know what he's getting paid, 45 47 $48 million a year, whatever it is at this point. So he's going to be uh, continuing to ride the NFL gravy train for at least a few more years. Wait, wait. So up until the Lamar Jackson contract, Robert Roger Goodell was the NFL's highest paid employee? I know he, at one this was a few years ago, but I saw a $44 million figure a year. I believe it was. Jeez. At some point. Yeah. That seems he like was. too I mean, much. I, I mean, in all honesty, <laughs> like you usually in the NFL, you're the highest played player for about three weeks. And then it gets passed on to the next person. So he probably was at some point, yeah, the highest. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's been the highest paid player in the NFL or highest paid employee by the NFL for a long time. This according to NBC Sports. For the 2019 and 20 seasons and the 2020-21 seasons, he earned $64 million. Oh, well, then, oh. he crushed everybody. Yeah, like by a lot. Adam Silver made 
10 million a year and Rob Manfred of the MLB commissioner made 17.5. So Roger Goodell is literally the NFL's highest paid employee. And and if you think about how many actual games he has to like by like a lot. You won't even say govern over compared to Rob Manfred. Yeah, Like Like bad. bad. Yes. 162 times 30. Yeah, Roger Goodell's making over oh, triple. Once, or divided by a 17 oh, million. Man. Oh, my God. You're He's making over really triple what the bad. baseball guy makes. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, that's an eye-opener. Well, and that. from what you're saying, it sounds like he just got a raise, too. So yeah. if he's getting $150 million over the next four years, yeah, he just got a, what $11 million a year raise, and he was already making $64 million. That's just... I mean, but to, I mean, think about it this way. That just shows how much money Roger Goodell has made for the NFL in his oh, tenure. Like, yeah. he he's the one it's who's ridiculous. kind of the driving force behind all this, though. And I think this is just yeah, his. He's a, he's a businessman. He's a CEO. Yeah. He is, you know. He gets it. He knows he's what just, he's trying he's to in do. That position. It's yeah. So like, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be paid like the highest paid commissioner, but I mean, Adam Silver's only making 10 million a year. Rob Manfred's only making 17.5. These guys are paid far less than the star players in their leagues. You know, Rob Roger Goodell is making, you know, now he's making $20 million more a year than the NFL's highest paid player. That, doesn't that doesn't seem right to me maybe i'm crazy and the and the other and he's never gonna get touched in an nfl game in his whole career you know like you mean like you're the highest paid play highest played person in the nfl and you're you'll never have to succumb to any injury whatsoever you know what i mean like that's (laughs) that's even crazier like like you know how many things have been going wrong with people throughout the ages and like they're now the highest paid player for or highest paid employee for for what really in a way you know what I mean like I understand he's doing stuff but at the same time what are you doing you know how, when you walk out to that podium you get booed every year on the, mm-hmm. the and he's smart well he's smiling behind oh, his stacks of hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. it's <laughs> like I'm sleeping on a bed of money you idiot yeah I get it I don't <laughs> care like, if you boo me at until the same time, I'm like yeah. <laughs> What do you do? But what were you saying, Paulie? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, he, I, I think the reason that the owners pay him what they do is because the owners are making. I mean, if Goodell's making seventy a year, what are the owners making <laughs> off of all these a pi- teams? It's a pyramid scheme, Paulie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, if the top of the pyramid makes a ton of mo- more money than everyone else is sharing the wealth, right? Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. So, yeah, why not? Well, to yeah. to to maybe this will shed some light on your quandary there, Polly. Uh, this, according to Statista.com, uh, the revenue of the Green Bay Packers, for instance, uh, just using them as an example, right? A franchise of the National Football League exceeds exceeded pre-pandemic pandemic levels in 2021. In the 2021 season, the revenue of the Green Bay Packers amounted to $543 million. So let's just assume that they all make 
let's sit just round down just because you know some teams are making more you're right so 500 million times 32 (laughs) that's like that's over five billion dollars or that's over 15 billion dollars so like yeah they can toss roger goodell some money you know (laughs) and don't worry about the owners they're making plenty more than that yeah right if they're paying him 70 well when they were paying him 64 or whatever that's basically every team just gives him two million dollars a year that's nothing that's nothing to them exactly funny (laughs) right now it's like okay we'll give you like a 10 10 cent raise you know like they gave him this little shut the hell up yeah right Just keep it going up every year. It's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Holy crap. So yeah, they can afford it, and yeah, I I guess I could look and see kind of what uh, what was their revenue before Goodell took over. Like how effective has he well, been? I mean, it's got to be. Well, right now though, the the economy is so weird though. It, That's you'd true. Have to do an equation. You'd have to figure yeah, it out right based yeah. on just that because yeah, it's just looking at Statista for two thousand one, the Packers made one hundred and thirty two million. Yeah, I mean, you know. That's 22 years ago. Yeah, right? in two thousand one, they made one hundred. Yeah. yeah. Four times. Yeah. Well, and you, Almost, you, yeah. I mean, you got to look at the amount of the amount of money these television contracts are bringing in too. I mean, for, for every league down to college football, college basketball. I mean, this, the softball tournament, the baseball tournament at the college level. I mean, that's, I mean, I, the, the figures are just stupid, but all right. Uh, Here, just enough, uh, uh, and before we seal oh, that off, though, just to let you know, uh, one hundred and thirty-two million dollars in two thousand one, by today's money, is still only two hundred and twenty-six million. So effectively, Roger Goodell has doubled the NFL's revenue. You know, just making sure, this dirty, sure. dirty equation with a lot of assumptions, you yeah. could safely, you know estimate that Roger Goodell has doubled the revenue of the NFL. So, yeah. They're just going to keep giving him more more yeah, dozens of millions of dollars. Exactly. Some scrap mill. Mm-hmm. They call it. You know, that hype in the echelon. But yeah, some scrap mill. But yeah, it makes sense. Why not? Yeah, it's, it's cheap. It's they pay him less than they pay on taxes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, moving on to moving on to an era that uh, the NFL uh, wasn't making billions and billions of dollars. Uh, let's go back. We got a, a very sad, happy trails uh, to Jim Brown, mm. widely considered either one, two, or three of running back. Of all time, take your pick somewhere in that era. But uh, 
almost positive neither of you guys got to see him play. Our fathers probably did. But... You almost po- almost positive, Wally? <laughs> <laughs> Wally? How old do you think we are? <laughs> I was trying to make God a damn joke. Uh, Jim Brown, the great, great Jim Brown, passed away over the weekend at the age of 87. Again, widely considered either one, two, or three running backs of all time, depending on who you talk to. And just a trailblazer, part of the uh, Bill Russell, the, the Kareem, the Muhammad Ali, just iconic African-American sports figures from back in that era and just a Titan that we lost over the weekend. Uh, Ben or Jason, you want to start us off with your thoughts on the passing of the great Jim Brown? Well, like, like you said, I never got to see him play or anything, but I did hear to hear him. Jason. Yeah. (laughs) Let let me think. I mean, I am old, but (laughs) yeah. But uh, I never got to see him play, but I did get to hear him speak. And he was he was such a super smart guy. Like he was and he was he spoke eloquently, but he didn't. But he also spoke directly. He, he was just a and one of those dudes like like you hear about younger players, like players from our generation, like running backs that have met him, you know. And you hear about people talk about them and like, it's almost like they're like irrevocably different after speaking with him, the way that people talk about him, like, man, I met Jim Brown and it was this whole thing. And it totally like, he said all this stuff to me and now I look at the game different, you know, you hear that all the time in interviews and, you know, he, I mean, he was 87, I think you said, I think it was. That's a I good run. Was, yeah. That's a good run. For a guy who played in the NFL, 87 years is a damn good run. And honestly, we're lucky to have had him that long. You know, so, you know, sad, obviously, but like, you know, happy effing trails, man. Like, you you lived a life. Now go do whatever it is we do after we're done with this life, you know? How about you, Ben? I mean, yeah, you you guys all hit on the head. Like, 87 years old, I mean, playing in the NFL, like, and, you know, just being a superior athlete, superior being, like, I mean, that's a long, long ass time. And, like, just, you know, what he did on the football field, let alone what he did for, you know, just fighting for equality and everything with, mm-hmm. you know, who you mentioned, Paulie, everybody, you know, Russell, Kareem, Muhammad, all of them. Um, there's that iconic picture I saw when he died. They had them all, you know, together. I saw from 19, I don't know, 60 something. I can't remember the actual date, but, or year, but. I don't, yeah, I just know, I know the photo you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, just unbelievable. Like to think that that photo now means so much more than it did then. You know, like just who's in that photo and you know losing Jim Brown and Bill Russell in the same year is just mm. just crazy. You know, like two 
titans of sports of their own sports you know and then again above and beyond just human beings so yeah we uh it was uh that was a crazy thing to see i was gonna you know we kind of big news happens we kind of let each other know in our little threads but i thought there's no reason to even text you guys yeah right (laughs) you know like it's gonna that we'll talk about no matter what that was that's not uh not to say a shocker or anything it is a shocker but you know it's just uh yeah we'll talk about it when we talk Mm -hmm. about it because it's that's for sure gonna be part of our podcast because it's that's a that's a titan of sports right so you can't amazing. talk about sports without talk like you you know you can't cover like you said, the history of sport without him right? you know yeah exactly yeah, how many how many interviews have people said blah 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 jim brown like you know <laughs> seriously like it's, i bet you if you put google jim brown's you know you know speeches from athletes talk talking about jim brown is you can probably figure out there's tons and tons and tons it's it's, it's ridiculous so yeah there's probably just a Amazing. Right. There's a mo- there's probably a montage video out there of just people mentioning Jim Brown in their interviews. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> you know, be some like stupid auto tune rap thing about, you know, like, you know, like not joking around, but, you know, like, there's right. something like that. There's so many things that it'll just it's saturated because there's so many people and so many athletes who just bring bring him up or or, or bring one of those other pillars. Russell. Ali, You're right. You know, yeah, it's just, it's nuts. So sad to see him go, but I mean, we are all blessed to at least know about him, or at least see videos and hear him talk. You know, when he was around uh, about just how to play the game of of either what's whatever sport he is or the game of life. You know, so yeah, well, well spoken by both of you guys. Uh, again, happy trails to the the legend. Jim Brown and his like will not be seen again, most likely. So, uh, moving on, because uh, we do have some actual live sports to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, Ben, we have some actual uh, live sports to talk about. Get us started. Uh, what the Brewers do this week? How are they sitting? What's the state of the central? And then we can get sure. into uh, wider baseball in a minute here. But Brewers yes. update for us. So uh, Brewers are twenty five and twenty two right now. Um, they just beat the Astros tonight, uh, which was good because they did get pretty much whipped by them the night before twelve <laughs> two. Uh, so. Yeah, they won six to nothing, which is a good bounce back. Uh, still first in the division, but only by a half a game uh, to the Pirates. So again, they get, uh, that division is closing in. Unfortunately, the, t- the team that Paul has been talking I, I about every single week has, have has had the best record, I think, in baseball since. I think they're like eleven and twelve, eleven third or eleven and three or four or five or something. Like they're crushing it right now. So. Yeah, the Cardinals are cruising in there, but um, yeah, Brewers are still at least ahead. The only problem, or well, two problems, I I'm having with them again. One is <laughs> is hitting, it's just a broken record. But that's always the that's been the case at least the last year and a half. And then um, right now, to the pitching, um, our starting pitching has a uh, lot of injuries. So 
we're basically going to be relying on the bullpen for a while now because Wade Miley <clears throat> has now been on the IL. Brandon Woodruff's on the IL. Eric Lauer's on the IL. Um, so almost all of our starting going pitchers. Strong, but... He is, but he's had some rough outings. At least last, uh, last night was that um, he was part of that routing by the Astros. But yeah, I mean, he's still corn burns. He's, he still will be down the road clutch, but it's just going to be tough, I think, with uh, all these um, people stepping in for these starters that are out uh, to bring us, you know, to keep us going, I guess. And the problem is, too, we got to get that hitting going. So, Elisa Rios is going to be coming back, I heard, very soon. He is uh, going to start rehabbing in one of the minor leagues very soon. So, that's something. Um, and then um, Owen Miller, I don't know if you've seen <laughs> Owen Miller's stats lately. Uh, Fredonia kid, Wisconsin. He has been just tearing up. So, he's just been a fun uh, little um, local gem to watch on. So, I mean, the Brewers, again, first place in, the, in their central. But a lot of things have to happen. And, again, those, those Cardinals are creeping up. But um, anything you want to add about the Brewers or MLB, Jason, to uh... – Well, you bring up hitting and said broken record, and it actually triggered something in my head to, like, back when – like, even the Ben Sheets – like, this has been a thing for the Brewers for, like, 20 years. Well, yeah. Like, they they always have good pitching – and they can't ever seem to get their hitting together. The one time that I can remember, well, I guess two times I can remember the Brewers actually had decent hitting. One was a handful of years ago when they went to the NLCS and lost to the Dodgers. And the other was like back when they had like CC Sabathia that year and made that run. Mm-hmm. And those are the only times I can specifically remember the Brewers actually hitting the ball well. And they actually performed, you know, quite admirably because their pitching's always solid. You know, they had Ben Sheets. They've had these, like, oh, that guy, if he could have ever stayed healthy. Anyway, like, uh, the that's been the, the theme for the Brewers for a long time. And you can't win baseball games without pitching. Right. But like, so I get, you know, pitching first, but man, at some point you got to start consistently making like deep runs into the playoffs. If you're going to be a serious baseball team. And I just wonder if they're a serious baseball team. Cause I look at teams like the A's and even like Kansas City, you know, outside of that run they had a uh, that World Series run they had recently. I mean, these are teams that are always not they're always bad every year. Cincinnati, you know, the Rockies. Like they're just always not good teams and I wonder if cuz you look at the Oakland and it's so obvious they just don't care if they win or not. It's just a business. How many teams are like that? And is Milwaukee one of those where they're just like, look, we're cool bringing in our guys and sending Bernie down the slide and making our money and winning 
60% of our games all the time, we really don't care if we win a World Series. Well, it's money. I think number right? one is money and all that. Because if they had any payroll, like any of the big wigs who do win it all, most of the time, we never would have a conversation like this because everybody could spend... Like Shohei Otani, imagine if everybody had the payroll to get Shohei Otani. Just imagine that. Like if it was equal because everyone could have as much as they want, you know, they could they could spend that it'd be nuts. Like it'd be crazy like to have that but that'll never happen. And that's the, I've always said that's the problem with baseball. Like it's it's never it's never gonna be equal because you can never buy your talent because someone else can help buy you, honestly. I'm, and oh. destination wise too. You know, like, yeah. do you want to go to New York? you want to go to Milwaukee? Most 9 out of 10 people are going to go to New York. It's just how it is. You know, I understand that. But it, it, it's unfair where, like, you can't even get that option because you have a CC Sabathia for six weeks, and then he goes and signs a deal that no one in the history of the Brewers at the time could even have. You know, mm. <laughs> you know it'd be impossible to even have yeah. So. I, I don't know. I think that if the Brewers staff or, or ownership or whatever really wanted to win a World Series, they could find a way to pay she- Shohei Otani his money. Like, they might not win the the bid war or whatever. You know, you're not partially because it's, you know, it's, it's Milwaukee. But they could offer you know they could try to go in on some of these guys i think any of these teams could if they really wanted to granted it's super risky you know and all this all these other things like you can't just bet the farm on a guy but i just well, I mean, wonder like i guess those are like night and day though like, mm. you understand? like, like i mean like the no i know like 300 million dollars right brewers is 60 million you know like it's <laughs> It's, it's... I, I think I think Jay, I think Jason's point, and to to an extent, your point, Ben, is the because there's not a salary cap in baseball. If you really wanted to, you could spend as much money as you want. You could spend, like, yeah, exactly. You could like, get into theoretical amounts of money, <laughs> yeah. like this pot, like this Padres team, like this Mets team, like the Yankees used to do all the time back in the '90s. I mean, the Red Sox for a while were just pumping out money. I mean, you could, you can do it if you have the resources. Right. That's the thing is Milwaukee ownership doesn't necessarily have the resources. I mean, yeah, they don't have it liquid. You know, they can't just like, well, I just happen to have $500 million sitting in a bank to pay Shohei Otani his money. But I think that if they wanted to get him and they were a serious contender to do so, they could find a way to pay him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're talking about an MLB baseball team. Like, there's ways to get money. They might, they obviously don't want to do it because, like I said, it'd be super risky to do that. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're, it's, I it's, mean, if it doesn't work out, you're throwing the next ten years of right. If you're well, just it gonna, work out. it'd be Sozio Tani and then Jason, Paul, me, and our. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're fucked. So yeah, you, you know, like, you can't do it. That so, or they got to double their payroll. Right you know, so like, and they can only sustain that for so long. 
So yeah, it would just it'd be like a go for broke kind of situation. But I'm just saying it could be done. Like I just I guess well, it's how close are you already is the question when it comes well, to I those feel things, like right? Like, like I feel like they're closer to leaving Milwaukee than doing that. You know what I mean? Like that that'd be the like I mean twenty thirty is the You is think the they'd year. leave? You no, think that, they'd leave Milwaukee? Well that well yeah, Governor Evers just signed the bill to keep them there. They could have been leaving this year, possibly. What? I didn't yeah, hear about the, that. Because the state I don't follow politics. <gasps> so the state oh. of reservation. So there. So so Willard Park is twenty-two years old right now. So it does need renovations. So right Jesus now, Christ. there was a bill signed that it can keep the team till twenty thirty without doing reserva- uh, renovations because there was a bill passed earlier that that, that Milwaukee County was not paying for renovations. So. Right then and there, it could have been a, not paying for it. That means the stadium is becoming old. Over 20 years is old for a stadium now, so it's 22. Yeah. So technically, they could have moved them, but there's a bill right now, I guess, in place that's saying they can stay till 2030. But at 2030, nothing's in place by then. Again, the Brewers could not be the Milwaukee Brewers anymore. They could be anywhere else in the mm. United States. So that's another thing that concerns me because, yeah, we don't put the money in the, to make these deals or ever. We don't have it great, but if we don't have a team in seven years, then what are we doing? Like, you know, like, what are we doing? So that's yeah. another scary thing. It's, there could it, be no team. So I, I, I think, I think that's the city and the state and the team will figure out a way to get around this. I do, I do think Milwaukee will be in Milwaukee so. beyond 2030, but it is a distinct possibility. Absolutely. I just signed a petition to get the Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Coyotes to be the Milwaukee's NHL team. So I mean, Ooh. we got something coming this way, maybe. And I'm kidding. I did, I mean, but I did, <laughs> I did do that. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I mean, you, you the, do have you do have the brand new Pfizer Farm. You do have mm-hmm. that district I mean, around that's there. The thing. I mean, so, but I mean, but yeah, imagine having four major sports teams in Wisconsin. That'd be. And to me, that'd be a dream. So I hope that that would be a great a thing that happens. I, I but, still don't understand how how Wisconsin doesn't have a hockey team when but Phoenix does. Yeah, you know? I think that's <laughs> the black. I've been told that that's because of the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are just I've too popular. Also, yeah. yeah, it could be. It's like the Green Bay Packers. There was no other any other football team like Division One team in Wisconsin besides the Badgers because that was like part of a rule too. Like we're yeah. not having anyone else take above and beyond us you know like nope so yeah i can see the same thing back up's like nope we we control this midwest and you can throw the wild in there at some point or whatever and call it a day but yeah makes sense they're huge and they still are yeah so. yeah and they've they just got the first pick in the draft too i was just gonna say yeah they just oh got yeah the, uh, i forget what the guy's name is man. but they got some Superstars. Yeah, there's some superstar yeah. coming in. I forget his name. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, another superstar coming up here that uh, <laughs> San Antonio does it again. But yeah. we'll, we'll hold we'll hold that discussion. Uh, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just hey, Popovich down. is not coming to the Bucks. FYI. <laughs> yeah. Thirty minutes. <laughs> uh just running down the divisions here quick. Uh the Rays uh five and five the last ten, so they have fallen off from their historic pace, still twenty games mm-hmm. above five hundred. So uh Baltimore is right behind them. 
again, every team in the AL East has a winning record and a plus uh, run differential. Uh, Minnesota is still leading that terrible Central Division. Not much happening there. Uh, the Texas Rangers still out in front, but the Astros are nipping at their heels. Uh, Angels still sitting at 500. Oakland got to 10 wins finally, so hey. congratulations to them. Uh, the Braves out in the East, uh, Mets trailing them by four and a half. Uh, Phillies seven and a half back. Uh, a little disappointing there. Uh, we talked about the Central. Yeah, uh, one really quick thing probably about the Central, though, I didn't want to mention just because oh, yeah. it's nuts that the Brewers are, you know, in first place with a negative. negative and you know, and then next three have positive. It's just so yeah. <laughs> but hey, you take it what you can get. Tools of victory, but right? Yeah. You better, yeah. But you better figure it out because yeah, Jeez. yeah. That's not sustainable. No, never, never, not, ever. Not when, and we had talked about a few weeks ago. I mean, well, this Cardinals team is going to yep. make a run at some point. They yeah. they already are. They're one seven of their yeah. last ten. Yeah, I told you they're on They're like, and hey, then, we're, uh, we're the Cardinals. <laughs> oh yeah, we play baseball. That's right. We're not football players. We're not in Arizona, idiots. We thought we were in an off season. That's not okay. the pipe. No, it yeah. doesn't make sense. See, <laughs> right. All right. And then out west, uh, Dodgers finally took command. Uh, Arizona, surprising season. Uh, one game behind them. The Padres. Pitching. Yeah. Uh, the Padres better hope they can figure some stuff out because that. Oh, wow. You might, be called, you might be getting called up to those rosters, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, wouldn't take, I wouldn't mind taking a trip to San Diego. So. Yeah. So that's that's where the standings are. Uh, anything uh, surprising to you guys? I mean, everything's kind of not much has changed, right you know. Just, yeah, yeah, no, like uh, Philly and San Diego not figuring it out yet would be, I guess, my surprises. And the Mets too, only one yeah. game over five hundred. Like they still got. I mean, for that payroll. Yeah, Verlander's back, so let's, yeah. you gotta you gotta turn it on. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, well, uh, another week in baseball happened. Uh, we'll keep you updated on uh, stuff that happens and the uh, goings on. Again, it's we are approaching about a third of the way through the seasons already. So, uh, fifty games in, approximately. And so it's baseball's chugging along. Yeah, those uh, speed changes are really uh, speeding up the whole season. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that's your uh, baseball update. Uh, Briefly, NHL-wise, we got uh, just uh, the Vegas Knights. Did they uh, officially win tonight? I know they were up four nothing. I didn't. I, I well, I turned it off. I, I went back to it and it's gone. So I'm assuming they okay. won. <laughs> yeah, I'll look real quick here, but yeah, I think they won. And then out in the east, yeah. this uh, 
this Florida Panthers team. Yes, at, Vegas tonight. Yeah, four Vegas nothing. Yep, they never okay. changed. So they're, they're uh, going for the sweep against Dallas in a couple days. This Florida Panthers team just mm-hmm. game one. Right. Holy crap. Dude, they game are. one was nuts. Mm-hmm. Game one was insane. Nuts. I mean, I didn't watch it, but the next day I was like, four overtimes. Holy shit. I, no. got, I got home from work at about 11 o'clock, and I saw the game was still on, and I was like, okay, is this overtime? And it was right at the end of the second overtime, and then it goes to two more 15 seconds away from going to five overtimes. Yeah. Just absolutely insane. Yeah. And they are rolling. I mean, they took down Toronto the series before that. They took down the historic Bruins team. I mean, yeah. they are having a playoffs. I mean, they're they're having, they're possibly having the best year ever. Because if you think about who, yeah, you take down the Bruins, the best the best hockey time. team of all time. Technically. <laughs> Regular season wise, best of all time. And you take down the again my favorite the Maple Leafs. We want Florida. We want <laughs> like, you don't you don't want that. No. <laughs> Florida's no. like all right. Well, you guys want to go up to Toronto? Yeah, let's do it. The Carolinas, I ain't too scared of you guys. Like, yeah, you should be. This is getting bad. Like, yeah, that's nuts. Florida's just on a giant road trip. They're just like, you know what? We're, let's go up to Boston. Let's go to Toronto. And then we'll come back to into Raleigh. Coast. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. So, yeah. They're, uh, like the Florida, they're like the Florida Man Panthers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Destroy everything in its path. <laughs> but they're never there. Same time. <laughs> Yeah, so unless something changes, we got two quick series in hockey. Which is weird. Yeah, you don't see that very often. Absolutely not. Not in the conference finals. Yeah, like weren't we just talking last week about how it's all game sevens all day? Yeah. Everything everything they do is game sevens. Everything was six or seven, you know, and here it's like, actually, we just want to get to the final. Let's just get get right (laughs) to the final. Like, we're tired. Let's just get to the end. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so not much to say there. I mean, we got two. Looks like it's going to be two quick series unless, again, something changes there. And then uh, ve- get ready for a Vegas, uh, Florida finals, it looks mm-hmm. like. So, uh, getting on. Bet or Jason, do you want to bring us to the big show here? Because we got some uh, the big some show in, uh, in the association here. So. Yes, we do. You must mean the Walnut Sports Network NBA playoffs. All right. So before we get into the game action, we got a couple notes here. Uh, briefly, I wanted to just uh, just welcome back to not only the country and to the league, uh, Brittany Griner made her return over the weekend after everything that she went through. We have discussed this a few times on the pod, but 
I believe 17 and nine was her first game. And then she put up uh, 26, I believe was her uh, second game in her return. Uh, just great to have Brittany back. Great for the WNBA. Great for everyone. Just welcome back and glad you're back on the court. Good to see you back. Uh, man, that was that was fun to have see her back on the court. It really was over the weekend. Yeah, she's a baller, man. Always has been. Yeah, she was screaming, "I'm back! I'm back!" I saw that. That was that was uh, that was powerful. It was uh, it was good to see that uh, you know things can somewhat come back to normal for her and move on and yeah, sold out crowd and everything for their first game. It was, it was great to see. Absolutely. So we will uh, keep an eye on Brittany and the WNBA. We had the, the Vegas uh, aces and the New York Liberty Liberty are the two uh, so-called super teams that have been assembled over the last couple of years. So, they're keeping an eye on each other going through the season, but uh, also we have to mention uh, Happy Trails. Uh, not quite as sad. Uh, happy Trails to Carmelo Anthony, who hung up his cleats over the weekend. Uh, one of the all-time prolific- proficient scorers we've seen in the league. 19 seasons, came in with that historic draft class with LeBron and D-Wade. Never made it to uh, the championship, made a couple conference finals. I know one in Denver, uh, maybe only the one, unless you guys... I think you're right. Yeah, unless he, unless he was like a role player for somebody unless on he was some like, random yeah, team, some I don't think some so. team I didn't know he was on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you're right though. I think when yeah, Kobe beat him in the in the yeah. finals, yeah, in the '09. But uh, happy trails to uh, Carmelo Anthony and uh, moving on with whatever he does next in life. But uh, all-time scorer and. Uh, the league will miss him. So, anything to say there, guys? Man, I will say that when he made that run at Syracuse and won that national championship, I thought Carmelo Anthony was going to be the next whatever. And he was a good player. He never turned, he didn't exactly do what I thought he was going to do, but that run he had with Syracuse was unbelievable. That is the, that is as hot as I've ever seen a player get playing basketball. So me being an old man, like Jason, I literally was going to say the exact same thing. (laughs) No way. Sorry, (laughs) dude. I remember sitting in a bar watching him literally dismantle everybody in the NCAA tournament (laughs) and then just like crushing uh, fadeaway threes in the corner. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, who is this guy? I didn't know the tournament. Like, I I didn't know who he was. And then, like, uh, yeah, going, you know, going to the NBA, I thought he was just crush it but i think his downfall was denver you know like i think like if he maybe would have uh 
stayed in one of those bigger cities, you know, or whatnot, like it would have been a better thing for him. But I, I maybe, or maybe just that tournament was just the pinnacle. Like, you know, we just saw like lights out, <laughs> watch me win this championship. Yeah. Men over boys type of thing. Like, and that was it. Maybe that was, I don't know, but he was, yeah, like I said, he, like he was still a great player in the mm-hmm. NBA. He was, he put up great numbers. He played 19 seasons. So, Good things there, but yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, "Holy crap!" Jim Beheim found this dude. Who is this dude? Yeah, right. And I was like, a freshman, Pfft, gone. Like he ain't playing another. Yeah, <laughs> he's not know. dribbling another ball in college. He's nope. going to pro. So yeah. And honestly, he could score with anybody, right? Like yeah. you, as far as just his straight scorer, he could score. You name a guy, and he can. Carmelo can keep up with him just in For points. Sure. But like, prime, oh yeah, and like, but if <laughs> I mean, he just—I don't know if it was an effort thing or what, but like, he was just kind of a—he's just kind of a dog sometimes on um, in the other aspects of the game, and it's like, man, yeah, <sighs> like I mean, honestly, maybe it's a New York thing. Like, either you really want to be there, or you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like I try and my I'm, I'm busting my ass. And yeah. Or whatever. We still suck. It don't matter. Like, yeah. yeah I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like he, uh, the effort was there, but maybe it's just like I don't know. Like, it's like a mental thing. I yeah. yeah. It could have been, and then by the end, he's just you know every year it's a different team, and that's yeah. never for a superstar like that. At the, you know, it can't be. Well, he was, you know, like his that kind of game isn't sustainable over the course of an entire career. Like, unless you're Lejean Brains. Well, that's (laughs) yeah, that's a different thing. Like, I'm talking for just like you're at, you know, a a normal NBA, normal to great NBA player. Yeah, not like a physical freak like LeBron James. You know, that's different. But like we'll get to he, him in a section. He get yeah, right. He you know, Mello can score, but like eventually you get into your thirties and yeah, you're not gonna make shots as much. You're gonna get stiff a little bit, you know, your percentages are gonna start going down, and without the rest of his game polished enough, yeah, he just became like a seventh or eighth like he went from being like a an all star like small forward to a eighth man, you know, scoring option on a roster like overnight. Yeah. Because that's just the that's how just scoring works. As soon as you can't score under over an a certain efficiency threshold, boom, you just drop like three spots down the roster, man, you know. Yeah. That's just you can't. So that's why you end up in Houston and LA and Portland, Portland. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. Oklahoma City. Yeah, I, one one thing I will say is I I think the the tra- the tra- when he got traded to New York, I mean New York basically had to gut that entire team, and I don't think that helped him. And that's <clears throat> that's a larger discussion is. When teams trade for these superstars, we we saw it with the the Phoenix Suns this year when they traded for Durant. I mean, they gave up their entire depth, and it clearly showed. Oh yeah, and 
Well, oh, they... they're screwed <laughs> right now. Oh, oh man. Yeah. And like get trading away their that like oh my god, it's amazing because trading away their depth is exactly why they lost. Because yep. they needed the depth when Chris Paul went down and they didn't have it anymore. They needed Mikhail Bridges there. They needed him so bad. And he's just over in Brooklyn sneaking him into the playoffs. Like, <laughs> like cool, man. Cool. Oh, my God. Phoenix. All right. So move, moving on, uh, Jason, yes. take your pick. Which autopsy do you want to start first here? Oh, boy. Um, you know what you want to start with. Your boys you've been talking about all season, right, in the uh, West? Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's yeah. Like okay. Um, yes, you we're we're all bursting at the seams here. <laughs> the Lakers, man. I mean, honestly, it, maybe it's not as bad as we all think. They did make it to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right, though. I mean, a, that's a big for me. That's a huge accomplishment because I was like, there's no way they're making it to anything. This yeah, season. you're right. It was a jump up than what I thought, but mm-hmm. as a seventh seed to do it, you know, that's great. Well, they finally, well, old age. it could be old age. No, it's not even that, because if you look at it, the Lakers didn't actually play that poorly. They really didn't, particularly those first two games in Denver. Like you look at it, all that happened was they got out rebounded like crazy, but they shot they shot the same percentage as the as the Nuggets did. They turned the ball over less. You know, like they didn't play that poorly. They just got outmatched by a superior team, like a vastly superior talented team. Like LeBron James or no, I don't give a shit who you are. Like you're one dude with Mr. Glass mm. Davis and, you know, a some fine role players and up against a Denver team that is just chugging right now. And it's that, I mean, LA needs to change some things, but I don't think it's as bad as it looks like they just finally got caught up. You know, they, they had to take on the warriors in the second round, which look, man, that Sacramento team, if they would have been a little more experienced, they get through Golden State and they take L.A. to the house. You know, I don't think L.A. is getting through I, I against agree. Sacramento. I agree with you, Jason. <laughs> like if if Sacramento would have been good enough to get past Golden State, <laughs> L.A. would have not have beaten Sacramento. But Golden State's old, <laughs> you know, so L.A. kind of took advantage of a of a weakness in the bracket. And got themselves to a conference finals. They're like, hey, we beat a, a you know, a, a vastly overrated Grizzlies team. And then we beat an old Warriors team. We're in the Western Conference Finals. We're here. We're him. Yeah, yeah. And Denver's like, dude, we're an actual NBA franchise. <laughs> like with a really good team. And they did not have a bad game. They had some bad moments, you know. They started slow last night, but <laughs> I don't know what happened coming out of that locker room last night. But oh man, 
what a turnaround. Denver just comes out, scores what? What was it? 36 in the third? Oh, my God. I think it was 36 to 16, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely so trucked them. I did, I did want to say... I, I did want to say something because uh, you all year you've kind of had your minor doubts about this Denver team. Can we put those to rest now? I, I mean, think after, we can put those to rest now. Like, yeah. First three rounds? Because those first few, think about the Denver teams we've seen over the last few years. Those guys would not have swept the Lakers. They shit. Those teams might not have gotten past uh, Phoenix, but this year well, different rosters. Uh, not entirely. Well, Phoenix Aaron in particular. Air, they had Aaron Gordon last year. Well, uh, even last year, I, I'm I mean, like for me, it was Jamal Murray was always. Oh been yeah, factor. always. I've said that a million times on our podcast. And he was hurt I mean, last year, a, I think. Right? If you get a yeah, he didn't play at all. Um, if you don't, yeah, if, but this year is like if you don't get a healthy Jamal Murray, you're done. And this playoffs, he has just been lights out. And, oh, uh, dude. To me, that's it. That is the only, that's really the only factor that's different because Nicole Jokic, again, he is the most quiet triple double I've mm-hmm. ever seen, like in, in the NBA. Like he just all seems like, oh, I got a triple double. Like, you did? Like, yeah, I didn't see that. Like, no, I didn't see it. Like, yeah, I got one. Like, you know, it's like it barely happened. It's so quick because he's just everywhere. And like, um, yeah, those two right there alone, plus that, plus their role players, just all worked mm. out. You know, like again, I was hoping for a Denver, you know, championship because they never won it before. So I'm glad they 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 got there this way. It's just showing that you know, like we we beat LeBron, like we beat. The mm-hmm. best, you know, in, in everyone's mind. So, like, it, it, this is the year. So, you know, like, what do you think, Polly? But we'll have to see in the East, too. We'll talk about it in a second. But what do you think, Polly? Yeah, we'll talk about the East in a second. Uh, I'm just, I'm very impressed by the Nuggets team. I mean, obviously, but I, LeBron, LeBron James teams don't get swept very often. I think it's happened one or two times in the playoff career that legendary playoff career that LeBron has had. And Jokic is, he's so unique because did, did did you guys three see that three that he had at the end of the year? Yeah. He's like, Jesus. Right. like, that was literally like a remind me of like an eight year old kid on the playground who just tossed <laughs> it up for fun, you know, right? Like just it. And and it did that. And everyone was, like everyone looked around and looked at him like, holy shit! Oh my god, it went in. It was kind of like that. Like it was just like bloop. Like yeah, it was unbelievable. So when that's falling, it's over. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, I mean, and Murray Murray being back, yeah. Uh, you guys touched on it was just huge. I think all the pieces, because they've had the talent these last few years. They just haven't put it together. And I think this year it's finally coming together for them. And the injuries have been a big part. They haven't had the injury bug this year. 
I think they're the favorites going into uh, what is looking like this Heat team. They uh, Boston did get a win tonight, so they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did uh, show up to play tonight, and uh, unlike Game Three, which we will touch on, I'm sure in a second. But actually, let's let's start there. Uh, game Three. The I mean they, the Celtics did not even show up to play. It did not, not look like. I mean they got absolutely embarrassed after losing two at home to this Heat team that is on an all time <clears throat> heater. Is is there a comparison to this Heat team that you guys can think of? I mean because. What they're doing this playoffs, I, I, I don't know. I maybe the it's, Kobe it's, solo it's to me. championship. Which one? <laughs> There's two. Which What's one the, are you talking about? The Paul Gasol uh, is the other part. Of yeah, two of those. That one. The first one or the second one? The first. Sure, both of them. I'd I say the remember. first one, though, because it was probably more shocking that it actually Yeah, that's true. Because no one thought he was going to win another one without right. a true bona fide well, superstar. To, they did get to play that. They did get to play that Orlando team that shocked uh, LeBron's Cavs. But no, go on. Yeah. Yeah. no that's, that'd be the one that, that I comes off the top of my head would be Kobe just back then. Because, like, when they picked up Pagasol, like everybody was like, "Oh, cool," but <laughs> nobody thought it was going to be the next, you know, triangle or whatever. The, bench, you know, yeah. it just it. So that would be that's the one that comes to my mind. I mean, for me, it's, and it's only one series, just, but for me, it was like <laughs> the Nuggets when they're an eight seed and the Kembe. Oh yeah, when they won. Their series. There was only one series. It wasn't a. It, they beat the like, Sonics, I think, right? But it was just a big shock. Like again, like I thought that was uh, nobody had them winning a game in that whole thing, mm. and they and they came out in five, I think, or six, maybe. They didn't go all seven, but they. I was like, that was a shocker to me. But I mean, if <laughs> he get there, there's probably nobody. Like if they win it. If they win it, there's nobody that can top them. And because, like, they barely – they were in the play-in, for Christ's sake, like, mm-hmm. which is monumental. They were three minutes away from not even making the yep. – to the eighth seed. I mean, Chicago <laughs> yeah. had, what, a six-point lead on them yep. in, and the, with yep. three minutes to go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jimmy Buckets turned on that three minutes, and look what's happened since, for Christ's sake. You know, like, it's, that's nuts, like – yeah, if they can keep that going, which it looks like they probably are, um, because it's going to be hard to win three more straight for the Celtics. Um, yeah, it'd be, I mean, Nuggets, Heat. That's just a weird thing to say. You know? <laughs> nuggets, Heat. Like, oh, no, you mean you want to heat up so You want to heat up the Nuggets, right? <laughs> like, no, no, not food. I'm talking about basketball. <laughs> like, oh, what? Yeah, those are teams. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's just it, it, it'll be crazy if that's what happens. But I think that's, I mean, I think the Heat are gonna represent the East. I think the, um, I think literally that first game, the Celtics Heat game, the end of it where like Jason Tatum is making all those ridiculous turnovers just right away to me was like, you're done. You're not gonna win this. <laughs> like, what is going on again? Is this an eighth grader out there playing? Like, why are you double dribbling? Why are you jumping up and down and thinking you're not traveling? Like, what is going on? <laughs> the fundamentals are just all gone. Like, what happened? Like, it, like it was just so weird. It's like, like you know, Tyler Hero gone like right away in the playoffs. Like, everyone had again no shot. And look at this. It's just it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. What's the odds of? the Celtics really doing this, right? Like, let's even see Celtics odds to win series. Let's see what hardwood Houdini has to say about it. Yeah. Boston was a five of a minus five fifty favorite at the beginning of the series. (laughs) And now they're plus two twenty. I don't even think the chances are that good. I'm surprised they won this game, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, and I really it, thought those will come back again, you know, like, like everything else. <laughs> yeah, like the I, third I thought, quarter. I thought, this, I thought the Heat were going to put them away. Yeah. yeah, but like they came out second half, did enough to win by, you know, 17. It's not like a – it's not nothing in the – he didn't do much in the fourth quarter. So that's something to build on for Boston. Uh, we're going to game five. So this one's going to be back at home for them. In Boston. They maybe win that one, but that's it. But then, yeah, it's going to probably go six. Six and then that's it in Miami. Yeah. I have a feeling. I don't think. I don't see them winning game six in Miami. I really don't. I'm not. But if they don't, if if Miami doesn't win that game, if if they if this goes Game Seven, that's a do you think do you think the Celtics are then seven. favorites? Yeah, then you'd say the Celtics are the favorite. So okay. <laughs> oh man, I can't see. Uh, given all that Jimmy Butler's done to this point, I can't see him letting that happen and no. it's so we're talking about eric spolstra too like and right uh, you know all this hype and leading into a potential sweep and then they drop one at home a lot of teams that might rattle them i don't think miami is one of those teams they just they just couldn't no. you know keep up in the third quarter coming out of the gates out of the, in the second half but that can be fixed. You know, that's not anything to worry about, I don't think. I, I see Miami winning the tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, whatever the next game is. Uh, it doesn't say here. Here it does. Thursday night. Thursday yeah. will be. So I see Miami winning tomorrow, on Thursday night. And then we get to get right into the NBA Finals in the weekend. And watch Jimmy Butler score 60 so, and not be able to keep up with Denver. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
one thing about the Celtics team, if they do bow out, which I think all three of us think is going to happen, I don't see it. I mean, it's never happened in basketball history where teams came back from 3 nothing. So um, <clears throat> if and when uh, the Celtics bow out, do you what kind of what do the Celtics do? I mean, I, I think Missoula is gonna. You don't think they'd do anything? I don't think they should. I mean, there's some old guys on I don't there, think but they should either. But they put a I pretty mean, good I... roster together. I've said since like since <sighs> the trade deadline moves they made that that was a championship roster, and they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, this isn't bad. And we're in the champ. I mean, they're in the championship last year too. Mm-hmm. So. But Jalen Brown is the key factor. I don't know if he'll be a Celtic next year. That's the only thing I think could be a factor, honestly, because they just does. He has a player option for next year. Yeah, right? he basically he just got interviewed not too long ago. And he basically said, "You offer me what you want me to stay here," type of thing. You know, like it's not like I'm not going to be reaching out because oh, he doesn't feel. He already, to me, doesn't sound like he hasn't felt his value there, which, again, that's just an NBA thing. <laughs> you know, like people, a lot of NBA players have that. I don't feel that value, but I feel like he is Boston. You know, it's tough to play there, and I just think he might be a foot out the door if if they don't sign him to a massive deal, and I don't know if that's going to be the, the a changing factor. I don't think they should change either, but I just think there's going to be change because it's the NBA. I mean, I mean, the Miami Heat might be going to the finals, and how many coaches is fired like their head, or how many teams have fired their head coaches because of that or the other? You know, like it's been out of control, like <laughs> like just weird things like that. So, like I, for an NBA team to change drastically, I feel like that can easily happen. You know, even though like this, they've had this success. Well, I mean, you you think about it. They- you think about it, the Heat of uh, two, two of the the two coaches that the Heat of beat were both fired. Yeah, exactly so, what I'm saying. So three like for three. So if the Heat beat the Celtics, why was not <laughs> the Celtics dismantled? Because why not? Like it's got to be wrong now. Like, but no, it was it was just fine. Like, nope, it's wrong. Dismant- like NBA is such a everything's so quick there. Like you can win. Like I mean. I think Wait. they showed a, a graphic oh. that the last five coaches or the last four of the five coaches that have been fired have won the championship in the last four years, which is just crazy. You know, like mm-hmm. Frank Vogel, like Mike Boonholzer, Nick Nurse, you know. It's nuts. Nick Nurse, yeah. So And Tom Thibodeau wasn't fired. Jason, we you you're gonna No, no, no. He's Doc River was fired, but yeah, they didn't play. Yeah. But all these people who didn't, they're like, you guys' jobs are fine. Like, yeah, like, right. God, we didn't win anything. Like, yeah. We're, we're rebuilding. Home. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Yeah. If I was an NBA coach, I would just stay on rebuilding teams because that's job security for like forever. Six years or whatever. You know, just like, how long are you guys rebuilding? Oh, like four years. Cool. I'll work for you for four years. Mm hmm. I know you're not going to fire me. We can do as bad as whatever. I'm just going to let you know I'm going to go 41 and 41. That's perfect. We'll take it. (laughs) You won't get fired. All right. Let's do this. Maybe that was what Jeff Fisher was doing. 
<laughs> just like yep. working on rebuilding teams and then just be like, cool, I'm out. You guys can get a real coach now. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, before, we, before we wrap this up, because I can tell we're getting a little long with oh, yeah. at the end. <laughs> uh, any... any <laughs> Uh, anything else we got to mention about either of these series or I guess uh, predictions, if it does happen that the heat can close us out. Um, I guess I'll start. I think, I think it's Denver's year this year. I know again, this heat thing is something that can't really be explained. Am I going to be surprised if they go into Denver and take a couple games? No. Do I think they're going to? No, because I think this Denver team is complete, and I do think they're going to take the title this year. What say you guys? Yep, Denver all day, every day. Give me the Nuggets. I want Nuggets to win, but I swear I picked them against the Heat this whole time. (laughs) Beating me to death, so... I'm I'm still in with the Nuggets. I just want them to win because it's going to be their first one ever. So that's really the only reason. On top of being a very complete team, yeah. but just I lo- I'd love that city to get one. So I I think I I know cha- I know championships are the defining factor. It's it especially in the NBA. I mean. Shaq can joke with Chuck all day long. You don't have a ring, buddy. And I, it's, it's just kind of the same with in the NFL. NFL with quarterbacks. I mean, the, um, Marino being the example, but uh, I I do think if the Nuggets win this year, it's going to validate everything that Jokic has done these last few years, and yeah. So, uh, what what are you watching for this week? Oh, I'm going to stick with my French Open, man. Uh, Nadal's not playing, so that kind of makes it a little interesting. Let's see who can act. Let's see who else can win on clay, huh? For once, let's just Maybe see who else can win a outlet. tournament on some clay. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Paul? Does, does that start tomorrow, then? Oh, yeah. uh, it started yesterday. Yeah. yeah. French started yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm watching. Uh, I know. I know it's about a week out, but I'm. I'm very curious about this. Uh, to see if Vegas and uh, Florida can uh, close their series out, and I think that's going to be a fun series if uh, it happens. So that's kind of what I'm watching. I know we're a little bit out, not quite set yet, and. It has happened twice in the NHL that a team has come back from three nothing. So, uh, but that's I guess that's what I'm watching. Uh, what about you, Ben? I mean, I think I'm just going to keep my eye on the NBA. Fi- uh, you know, just the NBA this weekend. I just want to see uh, if the Heat can finally take over the Celtics and then um, get that you know championship series going. Because again, I'd love to see Jokic and. Murray and them win a championship. So 
Um, usually I pick the Brewers, but yeah, we're gonna do the we're gonna do the NBA this year or this time, and then and get these uh Heat and Nuggets going if that's the case. But let's get those Nuggets a championship. It is crazy to think that in a couple weeks, uh, South Florida could be the home of both the NBA and NHL champions. Who would have thunk it? (laughs) I don't, I, I think, I think, uh, if you somehow put a hundred dollars on, uh, before these playoffs started on that happening, you'd be a very happy man right now. So, (laughs) Oh yeah. No question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, anything else we, uh, we got to add for this week. I think we pretty well wrapped it up. So no, that's a great week of sports. Sounds like. Yeah, we talked about everything. Yep, we it all. It's literally everything in sports. We just talked about it. <laughs> Your sports. So don't go anywhere else. You got it yep. all right here. Right here. Your sports in a nutshell. <laughs> a walnut. Oh, yep. On Walnut Sports Network. Whoa! Uh, again, I just want to say, uh, I just want to say, uh, happy trails again to the legend Jim Brown. Uh, hope his family's doing all right. Uh, nice long life, legendary career, and uh, the NFL lost lost uh, one of their titans. So, again, happy trails to Jim Brown and. Uh, I think, unless you guys got anything else, I think we're going to sign off for the week, so. All right, sounds good, Wally. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Have a good one, everybody. Mm -hmm.